Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to listen to the KidCast. This is just a statement to let you know that some of the content in this podcast may be emotionally challenging, so please listen with discretion. Yeah. Who's been like a lovely 
amazing support actually he's been mm-hmm. fabulous so we what's my chain of thought we um I went back to uni after I'd done that after I'd done that A level thing mm-hmm. went back to three years in uni and then qualified and got my job on the Lena Linus and the Rooms. Lovely lovely little um Second path, that yeah, is. It was, it was really nice, yeah. it was nice, it was very cathartic. And then I actually started on the 19th of October, which was the day I went in with Charlie, oh, wow. exactly five years later. And I'd asked specifically for Charlie's birthday, it was the 22nd. Yeah. So I'd said, if, it, if it's okay with you, can I just have that day? Like I'd asked for leave, yeah. because it thought of it. I don't too much. Yeah, it's a bit too much. much. Yeah. So I thought, I'll just have that day off just to be. We'd been away for these years, mm-hmm. and um, we'd not long been married in the May. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lee was on a course in um, Norway or somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. Was on my own, mm-hmm. and I'd done a pregnancy test, and it was it was positive with our with our, our doll. And I was like, oh my god! Like uh, it's it was his fifth birthday as well, which is quite a prominent number. It's mm-hmm. like like it's like five years is a long time. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my god! And my mum rang me. Removed itself from the wall, it caused them 
to become hypoxic, which is starting oxygen. So because he was, so when he was delivered, he was flat, basically not breathing and needed to be tubed and all that. And then when they, basically after say six hours, a baby should have passed urine, mm-hmm. but there was no urine getting passed. Mm-hmm. And instead of him, instead of him passing any urine, eventually it ended up like the fluid retention in his body was massive. He was like gone from like four pound two to seven eleven. And when we had that meeting, as a as like mm-hmm. with the consultants and that, he said to me, "It's imperative that he passes urine because yeah, that will that will make we'll know that his brain's working basically yeah. to to do the things it needs to do to keep the body alive. Yeah. It, it wasn't doing that yeah. So that's basically why yeah. he, he couldn't, life was not going to be, it, it, it as you were expecting yeah. 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 Um, I just want to make a comment that I am absolutely blown away by your resilience. Oh stop it, but no, you're going to be no, honestly, honestly, I think, and I, some of my friends used to say this to me, because I, I had Bella when I was 29, mm-hmm. so I put off having kids Till quite late because I wanted to do a masters, wanted to do it anyway. Yeah. Um, and they used to say to me, "Oh, honestly, I'm the once you've had a kid, your thought on things just changes." And I'm thinking oh, it probably does, but you can understand it, but you still can't quite comprehend well, you can't it because you haven't no. had that connection. Yeah. So I remember thinking when you posted it, this was a couple, this was a couple of years ago, maybe something on social media before before I was even pregnant, before I was even thinking about kids, and obviously child loss and baby loss is so heartbreaking so I could understand that and I could be empathetic about it and I'm thinking god I take take my hat off to her because she's she's gone on she's gone on to have three beautiful girls after and is by the looks of things an absolutely fantastic mum but I think even even more so now now that Bella's born now that I have Bella even the thought of baby loss is so painful so frightening yeah to me now so I just want to say, like, even more so, I really appreciate your honesty with this whole situation because I think it it makes it makes it easier for people one who've gone through it yeah. and two who may actually face it in the future because I think even when you've had a child, a healthy child, there's nothing to say that something like that in the future could potentially Absolutely. happen. And I feel like the more honest and open, and mm. the more we talk about it, the more people will be. More accepting of it because at the moment it's like it is like the, like the it's taboo, isn't it? Like so people don't want to talk. No. You say it, people people kind of look the other way, or oh, they don't want to look you in the eye, or they, they just don't want to address it or talk about it. No, people used to cross the road and that, and and I, 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 I'm like, I'd be like, oh, you know, what? yeah, no, you're fine, you're fine to be. Like, oh, what if I'm done? Like, yeah. what if I'm done? Because yeah. I was only a child myself, essentially. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I was, yeah. a, I was a baby. But I definitely wasn't prepared to have a child at 18, and I don't, I don't think many people are. No. Do you know what I mean? No. But obviously, that responsibility comes as you as you move forward. I was like, right. Yeah, yeah. At the moment he was born, well, obviously before when I, when I knew I was pregnant and that. But from the moment he was born, I was like, yeah. that you, this is it. Mm-hmm. You're my world now. I will mm-hmm. do anything. I will be there every night, every day, every night. I won't leave the ho- I didn't leave the hospital. I was there every minute, mm-hmm. every day, every time I left. My mum would wait with them. Then it's like, go back to your room, have a shower, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No, I just need to be here, yeah. I need to be here. Yeah. And that's not everyone's choice, which is absolutely fine, because I know when you're in a unit, can be very 
overwhelming for parents and I've, obviously I had the luxury of having time and not having yeah. other children at that time because yeah, yeah. would you see that a lot in work where mm. you sort of pulls between you can see the yeah. moment so pulls and I think our job as neonatal nurses is to make that journey a little bit easier and, yeah. and be that mum while that mum is away yeah, yeah that mum figure while mum's away do you know what I mean and letting mum know that yeah. Don't worry, mum. I'm not gonna let them cry. I'm out. Mm. You know, obviously, if that's appropriate, obviously, if they're in an inconstruct and it's not appropriate, then you wouldn't. But yeah, mm. must be a really rewarding job. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do take your hat off to midwives and you know, little nurses and just NHS in mm. general. It's hard, isn't it? I imagine so. I've got no idea. I mean, I wouldn't. I, I don't. It's not something I want to stay with. Yeah. For the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, however, I do like it at the moment. Yeah. I'd say to prepare for yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so now that we talked about college pregnancy, talk to me about the girls. Okay, so I'll go straight on to the dog. Okay. So found out Dolls the eldest, isn't she? Dolls the eldest, yeah. So she she'll be seven in June. Mm-hmm. So she is just amazing. She <laughs> just just said to be the life of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Not not that the other two are, no. But she was my baby last of the storm yeah. and, and she was just amazing. So I had hypnosis with girls, but didn't have Charlie. I thought she was going to die. Oh my God. You tend to have more girls than you do with boys. Okay. Anyway. So I am um, in work on the internet you know, a few days, a few weeks later, and I was so ill. Like, I, I ended up lying on the early pregnancy floor. Mm. Going, you need to help me. I'm going to die. <laughs> Someone was gonna die. Yeah. No one was dying, but that's what it felt like to me. And um, they were they were amazing actually. They were dead supportive. And the doctor came round and went, we didn't find out with any of our babies yes. who what what they were. Yeah. Each to their own, but we just wanted the surprise. Yeah, the surprise we felt. I love it. Yeah. Us. Yeah. It's so much nicer. Yeah. So he um the consultant came round and he went, it's either twins or it's a girl if you've had a baby before. Yeah. I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> anyway, um other than the sickness, I was fine. Yeah. Um, apart from, she kept not moving. Okay. So I kept going from work. Right, yeah. Round to get Yeah. And they were like, oh, she's a sleepy baby. And I was like, you know as well as I do. There's no such thing as a sleepy baby in utero. <laughs> and they were like, because oh, babies in utero sleep for 90 minute cycles. Anyway. I was, and I'd be on the market for like two hours, and I was like, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 37 weeks, they were like, you're measuring really small, we're not happy, we need this baby needs to come. Yeah. So I was like, okay, fine, when is the section? Because it has a section with Charlie. Anyway, um, as he pulled it out, it was gorgeous, we watched it. As he pulled it out, he went, oh, it's a titler, and he was like, it's a boy! Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, yeah, it's a titler. Anyway, <laughs> long story short, she has... Doll was born with a condition called mm-hmm. congenital hypothyroidism. Okay. So when the thyroid's not present in the body. Mm-hmm. So, but you don't know that until after you've had like the PKU test. Mm-hmm. So, um, which every baby has in mm-hmm. the UK. She'll be spent like 12 days in hospital. We thought maybe she'd have a bleed on the brain because she wasn't waking up for the feeds. She was very jaundiced. No. She was sleepy. She wouldn't take a bottle. She wouldn't take a boob. She wouldn't take a dummy. Her tongue was swollen. 
and they were like, oh, you don't know, we don't know. And then, then they told us, and I, I was hysterically, he wasn't there. And the nurse, she told me, it's lovely, she looked after Charlie, she's one, mm. one of our friends. Mm. It, one of me, yeah, well, like a family friend. Mm-hmm. And I just burst into tears and she was like, I'm so sorry, I should have waited. And I was like, no, it's fine. She went, but if I'm, my child was to get anything, I just want them to get this. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds, mm. but I'm grateful it wasn't something difficult to manage. Yeah. And all she has to have every day is a tablet, gets a blood on a few times a year, and that's it. It's okay. really manageable. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful it wasn't beyond more heavy yeah. So that was Donna in a nutshell really. She had a good breastfeeding lovely mm-hmm. for uh till I was pregnant with me and then I had five minutes again and I had to stop eating. <laughs> 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 oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. Check the line. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. What? I know. I know that because both of my sisters are vegan as well, so oh, we have to get like special one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, isn't it? <laughs> so, so mad. Yeah. So that was here, and then again, the September come again, and it was really in September. Oh, don't. <laughs> oh, I've been too used to that now. September come again, and I, I, I got pregnant again, um, and with Bean, I had a beautiful pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the breed, my placenta breed, I didn't tell you that. No. But when, basically, that's what was causing all the right, work. Okay. So there was no work because I had a natural delivery. Yeah. Um, they were amazing at the time. I had a gorgeous section. I watched it. It was a little bit more... A little bit more busy than dolls because there was all things going on. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they had, like, a cell save. Yeah. Piece of bread and all that. But it was, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And literally, we watched it. It was amazing. <laughs> anyway... Anyway, dolls. No, Vini was pregnant with beans. Lovely pregnancy, just hypogenesis again, but fine, stopped feeding. Um, COVID hit in the February, didn't it? Yeah. March. When was Vini born? May 2020. Yeah, yeah. So, because I was working, mm-hmm. all the patients had come from Wuhan. Yeah. To Ali Park, remember? Yeah, I remember and, that. And I, I know we're from Ali Park. Yeah. Me and Ellie, you know. So they were like, oh, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So it was yeah. all a bit, oh, and Riley was like, oh, and Lou was like, good girl. I was like, okay. So the girls were amazing. Like the girls went, and I, I stayed as one of the members on our unit. So yeah. Whoever needs to go over and see the mums, because everyone would come over, parents, yeah. and said that, like, with big hopes on, not saying they were going to fly, because that's what you do, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I'd do it. Yeah. And I just go, no, parents. Yeah. I'm just fat. So Yeah. I hope she 
romantic. This book, you know, like when on the wall there's a, a there's, there's a huge red button to press for the alarm. Oh yeah, and there's just something tiny red next to it. Mm. And all I remember is the midwife saying to stay, push the red button. Yeah. And push the wrong thing. It's like no, that big one. Oh my god. <laughs> Right, just let me get my gloves on, put a gloves on, and then she was like, 
Just pull that buzz out and for the, the next, the second the flight to yeah. come in. Didn't get a chance. Yeah. Shut the window and grab her leg and off we go. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And it, literally she just come out beautifully, she's yeah. fine. Um, yeah. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Lovely to be gorgeous mm -hmm. deliveries. Um, do you know what you did say when you mentioned when you were, um, first spoke to me about meditation? Yeah. So, I, I'm a big advocate of meditation. Mm -hmm. I love meditation. I recently started um, manifesting as well. Mm -hmm. So, talk to me about where manifestation and, and uh, meditation sort of came about in your life. Was it before Charlie, between the girls, after the girls? No. So, I'll just leave what mommy saying then. So, basically, when when I had my mind, yeah. it was it was very traumatic, yeah. especially for me, yeah. because the thought was going to lose his wife potentially yeah. and the baby, or yeah. both, or yeah. and all this this bleeding and the hospital visits and all that. It was very very stressful. So from that event, mm -hmm. Lee started to struggle a little bit with anxiety. I'm sure you know, mommy mentioned it. Not all. Um, and he. He went to the doctors because he had to think he was He was like, my heart, my knee. And I was like, baby, it's just anxiety. And he went to the doctors and the doctors offered him medication and he was like, I don't want that. So he fixed himself with lots of reading, meditation, breath work, cold showers. Mm -hmm. He's always exercised, but mm -hmm. even more so now he does like uh, the mm -hmm. program um, every single day. He's, he, He's a very big advocate for like healthy food, mm -hmm. uh, moving your body, and and meditate and fire and club and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So he started that, and then I was a bit like, I'm not getting, I'm not getting five o'clock. Yes, what you calling me? So um, and still to this day, the fire club does not work for me because mm -hmm. it's not. You you either are or you know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm more of a night My husband is. Yeah. I'll meditate at night all day, all night long. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'll do yoga at night. Yeah. I don't want to get up in the morning and start jumping yeah. about. It's not for me. Anyway, so he got on that sort of train then. Mm -hmm. And then, fast forward two years to Beanie's delivery, I decided I was going to have a natural birth two weeks before. And I was like, I, I need to manifest this. Mm -hmm. So that was the first thing mm -hmm. of the first manifestation that I was like, I need to I, yeah. I was like, mm -hmm. I need to manifest that my body can do this. Yeah. And it can do this. Because mm -hmm. I've got no risk factors. I am healthy, I am happy, I can do this, mm -hmm. I am strong, my body is made to do this. Mm -hmm. Never mind what's happened before, even though I didn't progress with Charlie, that's why um why I ended up having section because the same thing didn't come down. So I was like, I need to do this for me and for the baby. Because obviously it's a better delivery mm -hmm. when they don't get delivered actually. So that was the first thing, but over time, looking back, reflecting, I've realised I've actually manifested a lot of things in my mm. life that some good, some like mm. some things I sort of just knew, like intuition. Like I knew Charlie was never gonna live, but I never wanted to. Did you? Absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent. I've saying to the doctor, but I never, I never said outside that room, outside that environment. I kept saying, but is he gonna die? And he'd go, no, no. This is like one in whatever. I, don't, mm -hmm. I can't remember the statistics off my head. He's like, this isn't gonna happen. No, no. And then I was like, and I knew, I knew what was gonna happen before mm -hmm. it happened. And I'm very intuitive like that. And I think half of that is half of that is manifesting. Mm -hmm. And 
manifestation and saying things out loud yeah. when you say the things yeah. and then you're like anything you speak you're speaking into existence into to existence so like if anyone says anything like something that i don't want to be about just right now i can't listen to that I can't have that because yeah. i don't want that to be spoken into my existence yeah. do you know what i mean yeah yeah 100 yeah massively massively i am um, just thinking about it's about me with yeah. anxiety and stuff the i was listening to a podcast um a few weeks ago now have you ever, have you ever listened to mel robbins no so she's a like a motivation and change yeah like queen she's unbelievable she's american american yeah and she has a guest on a couple of weeks back to talk about trauma Okay. And trauma in the body, yeah. and how if we don't deal with it, how it builds up, and oh, then how absolutely. it shows, and just some of the, the stuff he said. I'll send you the um the link for it. But for anyone else who's listening, that it's just really interesting to hear that you can go through. They call it small t trauma. Yeah. Like everyday life yeah. trauma and big trauma. Big trauma. Yeah. How they both manifest in the same way in your body physically. And how you need to sort of reprogram your neuro pathways. I, I for that reason. And cold cold work is amazing for yeah. it. Meditation meditation yeah. is amazing for it. Um affirmations are not for everyone. Yeah. I've only recently started doing them and I think that even in the short space I've done it, they've changed me massively. Yeah. Um but I think affirmations fall hand in hand about what you were just saying about saying it out loud, speaking it into existence and you, the more you say it, the more you do believe. And the more you believe. Everything so you everything, like, so if you think of the word spelling, right? Yeah. Spelling. It's like casting spells with your words. Mm-hmm. So essentially, that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be mindful of what you speak yeah, and the mindful of what you think. Like, yeah. you need to, you need to, I'm trying to find the right way, like conquer your mind and go, you will not think about this today. Yeah. You will be positive. Yeah. You will not like the last few days I've there's been really heavy energy. I don't know whether you need energy. Yeah, massively, yeah. So I feel like the last few days have been really heavy and it's really affected me and maybe I'm just a bit tired. I think my husband's all the time, like, oh that's that new moon. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not too long. You're not sitting like, oh I'm fucking on. No, honestly. Honestly, it was like, all right, okay. I know, I was like, we best friend have yesterday. I was like, the energy's so heavy. He was like, okay, 
Adios is amazing. My husband yeah. I don't know why. I can't. He's amazing. So I went he went, Oh, alright. I went anyway. Because he works offshore, mm-hmm. his day his dates in my location don't tend to align very yeah. well. So I was like, so if I don't get pregnant in September, which I probably won't consider it, it's only the first month, it'll be the next time will be December. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And he went, okay. Two weeks later, I was like, hey. Hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the same thing happened with me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, I wasn't expecting that, but you are more fertile after you've had a baby. Yeah, yeah. That's something if if um, you are using breastfeeding as a con- contraception, which I know some people did, we did for a, for a while. It's for the first six months only, okay. or until your period returns to normal, but they can always be a bit off, mm-hmm. and you really got to watch. If you don't want another one, you've got to be very careful. careful. Yeah. No, not that I'd be bothered. Mate, you did, you, did you want to breastfeed from, from the get-go? Yeah. yeah. I did, but I didn't want to put myself under too much pressure, mm-hmm. because I was like, I, I want to do this because I pumped for Charlie exclusively and then I donated all my milk oh, so I just to the milk bank. Mm-hmm. I've done that a couple of times actually because when I when I was with when I had Winnie, because all the milk had pumped. I was still feeding it, you know, like extra yeah. had milk in it before we changed our diet over. Oh, okay. So I had like loads and loads. So just ran them and was like, Can you take all this? So every they took like three quarters of it and then there was a little bit left over that they couldn't take because it wasn't in the like bags or bottles or whatever. So I put it on like the this this group and someone wants it from Chester so she can pick it up. Mm. So I was just like, I'm just glad, you know. You can help with Yeah, you can help with yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think breastfeeding again it's I think it's a little bit taboo oh, as yeah, well. Absolutely. Because I I didn't breastfeed Bella, but I've got implants. Yeah. So I mine are under the muscle, so they said to me Nine times out of ten, you can still breastfeed yeah. after you've had implants under the muscle because there's no disruption to the breast tissue mm-hmm. that stays where it is, that not gets yeah. moved. Um, but we can't exclusively say that you definitely 100% can. Yeah. And I went back to work quite quick as well, so I thought, mm, well, maybe it's going to be a bit too difficult to yeah, negotiate yeah. it. And I also didn't know if I could. Yeah. Um, and if I'm quite completely honest, and I'm probably not going to voice this, I was put off 100% by what I saw my friends go through and what I saw like my husband's friends wives go through and them crying and the pain and I'm thinking oh my god that must be absolutely horrific and and then they, I remember them saying like that was what got them in a really bad place and they think that's what made me start with a bit of personal depression I thought oh my god I don't even want to chance it which yeah. is absolutely fabulous yeah. you know what I mean but I think now if I had another one I think I would try absolutely yeah and I feel like Personally, I really enjoyed it, mm. but that's not to say there wasn't tough times. really tough times, yeah. because there was. Mm. My babies all had weight issues, mm. and they were always dead small, like, like Dolly, when she was four pounds too, they were yeah. tiny, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, that was a big issue for the, I knew my babies were fine, but everybody else was like, mm. oh, they're too small, they're this, they're that, but we persevered, because yeah. I was like, I'm the one who's in, in control of yeah. mm. I'm the one who's going to do this and I'm doing this for a reason because yeah. I never got the chance to do it with Charlie. Exactly. Um, anyway, yeah, it is hard. Yeah, it can be really painful. Yeah, um, it can but it can put you in a bad place if you haven't got the right to right mm. forth. However, the, it's less likely to give you postnatal depression because the hormones released um, in the right. body actually bring your mood up rather than down. But if you're feeling really stuck and you're struggling mm. and you 
you can't get off the couch, mm. you can't get yourself a drink because you're on the boob, mm. and you don't know what to do, and you mm. haven't got a partner who's going, sit there, babe, I'm making tea, yeah. I'm getting you a drink, yeah. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And a lot of people don't know what to do yeah. as a partner. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But there is loads of amazing support out there. There's Bill Community Bambies on Facebook. I've heard fantastic things on Amazing. Amazing things. Uh, Bosom Buddies, I think it's in Kirby. Yeah. Uh, and Nosey. Yeah. And the Nosey team are fantastic. They help me a lot with readings. Um, and the Sefton, um, Sefton Breastfeeding Support, I think it's called. That's really good. And then there's one on the widow as well. Can't think of the name. Is that Chester, by any chance? I think I've someone Chester Milkbank, there is. Okay. Maybe. But we, on our page, yeah. we, supply, uh, we provide some free support Amazing. for breastfeeding or yeah. for baby loss or for parenting or yeah. anything that you're struggling with and you just can't get over that little, then just give us a message and we'll help if we can. Um, last thing, we have a little closing tradition. Okay. Two things. Yeah. One, what is one thing that you wish you knew about parenting before you became a parent? I wish I knew how to relax. Because I think when you're a new mum and you go into it and you're like, oh, I've got to do this, and it's got to be that way, and it's got to be right. No. It's you, it's your baby, it's your time, it's nobody else's business is get your time if you want to if you like i remember i used to have all these mad like i used to be god i've cleaned your every night absolutely oh, yeah. hair wash every night yeah. what yeah. what who for yeah you know what I mean? yeah. just chill yeah. out enjoy it yeah. relax be present with them yeah that and last thing what is your number one tip that you would pass on to other parents or parents to be oh um This is going to sound a little bit controversial, and I don't mean it at all. No, but, no. Um, breastfeed, breastfeed, breastfeed. Okay. Only because once you're in the swing of things, yeah. like once you've passed that six week mark and you're you're exclusively feeding and you're smashing it, yeah. life is so much easier. Okay. Then you can get get a sling on. You can do everything with the baby attached to your boob, and you're away. Yeah. Honestly. And there's no issues with colour, and there's no issues with constipation, and there's no milk allergies. And well, there is, there is, but not as nowhere near as nowhere near as bad as if you were to put them sterilised models. Sterilised models, get up in the night, coming down, making it. Nah, not of that. Literally on the boob, asleep, back asleep. You know what? Easy. Think I might give it a go. I've got it on. Let me know if you need. I will do. I will do. Thank you very much for joining us. No worries. And um. If it's alright, we'll definitely be back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks, my love. Thank you.